Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the Friendo Care Package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley. Hello, Steve. Hello, Larson. It's me, Dexter Loomis, NXT superstar. So here's my shout-out to the Going In Raw podcast. Clever name. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. Welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, filmed live on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, once again, we want to thank the the fine folks, Adam Blompiet over there at Parts Fun Known. Of course, all the fellows at Wrestle Talk for inviting us on to Quizzlemania. We gave our our uh, uh, our thanks last night on our AEW review, which is available right now. But in case some of y'all don't watch AEW and you're just watching this, we want to make sure that we're getting our appreciation. And Larson, exactly. I had a exactly. blast playing Quizzlemania. It was a lot of fun. Outcome wasn't what we had hoped, kind of what we expected, not what we hoped. But rather than just sitting in last place the whole time. Uh, first hour, we did pretty well. Uh, second hour didn't work out so well for us. Nonetheless, uh, I feel satisfied with our effort. Uh, every time, every appearance on on Quizlemania is a learning experience. Uh, I feel like I've learned from that experience. And if either of us or both of us are extended invitation again, I feel like we will do better next time. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, and no, what you said was, you know, I think we both expect we go in there and we're like, okay, we, dude, we knew how this was going to go down. We knew that if if there were categories that highlighted how well we know each other, we would dominate. And or we how did. well we could work together. Like the password round wasn't so much how well we knew each other. Oh, man. We just knew, well, I guess kind of does. We just knew the, the, what we need to say for the person to get it. Exactly. Know? And we knew we could do it quickly. We dominated those rounds, but then when it came time for certain things like knowing if Crime Time had won the WWE Tag Team Champions or uh, anything more than like five Impact Tag Team Champions, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna uh, 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 get anywhere with that. Sure enough, we ended up tanking, getting uh, fourth place. But hey, at least it was a choke job. At least at a certain point for the first like hour or so, we were doing yeah, pretty we were damn well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were in the lead for the first hour. Yep. So, uh, yeah, uh, NXT had a couple of <laughs> one sort of goofy big uh, thing oh. uh, that was with a Keith Lee contract <laughs> that signing. Was super goofy. Now, if 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 Damian Priest had been the one responsible for the fireball, I would have been into it. Yeah, sure. That fits with him. He could have finally embraced uh, the fact that he's a vampire and has yeah. magical powers. Yeah. Uh, this just kind of came out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very I'm really excited to talk about the kayfabe explanation for how that happened. Even well, it's magic, that's the only explanation. Like, what, but the thing is, is it uh, David Copperfield uh, uh, type magic, 
where he's an illusionist. Simply an Scarlet illusion. Scarlet is an illusionist. Yeah. Or are we talking supernatural powers? Uh, yeah, I, I, I tend to think that it's probably more uh, the David Copperfield, let's make the Statue of Liberty disappear type situation, uh, which I didn't even know about until I saw it on The Americans. Uh, so anyways, oh, I remember that. I remember, I think we watched that live growing up. Really? Yeah. You would have been like four, maybe, I think. Oh, it was, it was like, probably later than that. You think so? Well, I'm what, watching what, The what Americans. Year? I feel like it's perpetually set in night. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's like 84. That would have been about seven. Field. Let's see here. Statue. The other big thing, or so you would think it would be a big thing, would be uh, Velveteen Dream came back from wherever he happened to be. 1983. Yeah. So you so been six. Uh, yeah, six. That sounds right. Uh, so, yeah, Velveteen Dream came back as the mystery third man, uh, brother, for the uh, the North American uh, triple threat match for the <laughs> to get into the North American ladder match. Kushida. Yeah. Uh, 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 Cameron Grimes yes. and uh, Velveteen Dream. Uh, however, he did not win. And uh, he I guess he had a heel turn of his own there at the end. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the way to explain it, yeah. He's always been kind of... I mean, I know that there have been... He, he has gone through phases where he's mainly a heel. There's been phases where he's like, yeah, okay, he's a bad guy or a, a good guy, which is, I think, where we last saw him. Uh, but uh, in the main event, after it concluded, and Cameron Grimes! Yep, we saw took, that coming. Took the win. Yeah, we did. But honestly, if I knew that Velveteen Dream was going to be the third man, the mystery third man, if I had a chance to change my pick, I would have been like, oh, Velveteen Dream's going to win that. Him, like, why else would him, you put him in there? Him not winning is, is kind of, uh, that's the pattern they've more or less established with the previous uh, uh, qualifier matches. Uh, by and large, top names in each of those matches have not won. Finn didn't win. Johnny didn't win. Mm-hmm. Now Dream hasn't won. Um, and even if I knew he was going to be, I'd be like, uh, I don't know. I feel still feel like that match, I, I don't know. I felt like that ladder match wasn't going to happen without Cameron Grimes in it. Yeah, I get. I, I, I feel that too. But the Velveteen Dream coming back is a big deal. I figured, I was like, okay, well, Dream might win this, and then Cameron Grimes will find another way in, perhaps. Um, but no, he ended up taking the loss. Uh, he had Kushida in a, in a position, and uh, Cameron Grimes came Kushida, in. And... Kushida had Dream in a position. He oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, Grimes ran and hit the cave in. It was actually a really, really fun finish. Yeah, no, it was. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll hop right into. It. I thought it was a thought it was a relatively fun uh, NXT. It seemed pretty standard for uh, for NXT. Yeah. Um, let's see here. It opened up with uh, this is kind of, this is kind of made me laugh. Killer Cross versus Danny Birch. Danny Birch comes out really anxious to ring that bell so he could try to get that as drop soon as he on gets him. To that ring. He's like, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Yeah, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. So he comes out with a shotgun drop kick. Uh, it goes to the outside pretty quickly, and Cross takes back over. But uh, there is a certain point about midway through this match. I know it wasn't like the longest match in the world. But like a certain point of this match, Birch was pulling some moves on Cross, and the first thing I thought was, it did did Regal tell him to go out there and give him the old Goldberg treatment? Uh, remember that great match Regal yeah, schooled yeah, Goldberg? Yeah. Yeah, uh, because that. he was like putting on some moves onto Cross, and I was like, man, Cross is like supposed to be the super dominant guy. I mean, he's had people take him. Well, you're talking about the cross, the cross face bit, right? There was a cross face bit. There was a, I mean, he was getting in all sorts of offense. Well, I think, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's kind of been how it's been with Cross. Like, to, you know, obviously, his first couple of matches, uh, whoever he faced didn't do anything. And then starting with the, the Bronson Reed match, I believe, mm-hmm. 
that's when people started getting some offense. And I guess you could, you could say, well, Birch, with the fast start, thanks to that, gave himself a bit of a advantage early on. But I thought that cross-face bit was great, though, because he puts him the cross-face, uh, cross tries to get to the ropes, and Birch just keeps rolling through. Mm-hmm. And carry across with Birch's hands across his face just does this. <laughs> he just looks back at him, yeah. And the power's out. Yeah. Uh, but then he uh, uh, gave him a bunch of doom. He gave him, I think, two doomsday yeah, sidos. Suplexes, man, those, those are rough. Those are rough, man. Not a huge fan of those. I don't like seeing people landing get... right in your neck and shoulders. I can't be good for you. So you hear about that Gargano spot? Apparently, uh, apparently, yeah, yeah. But I guess it's okay. It. So yeah. yeah, I didn't hear about the exact spot. I just heard he took a fall on his head or something. That's what I heard too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, in the end, though, Carrion uh, Cross chokes out Danny Birch. Uh, so yeah, there you go. And then Keith Lee comes to the ring with a, a, a little contract, Some sort of literature, binder. like he's gonna. Hey, I'm doing uh, home roof inspections. Uh, Could be we're, yes. We're here's install here's, some solar. Here's my bid. Um, <laughs> and so he gets in the ring, grabs a mic, tells Cross, uh, "Hey, this isn't on me. This is on you. I offered you a chance to earn your shot at the title, but." Uh, you denied it just like the little bitch you proved to be. Um, and then Lee says he went, he pleaded with William Regal to give him the match. He signed the contract. Regal signed the contract. All it needs now is Cross's punk ass name. So Scarlet comes down the ring. She takes the, the folder, brings it to Cross. Uh, Cross signs it. Scarlet kind of walks down, kisses the binder, mm. pushes it to the ring. And Lee really hesitantly goes and picks it up. Opens it up to check to make sure the signature's in there. Some yeah. fireball to the face. Yeah, dude. It should explode it on his face. It was all melty yeah. afterwards. It was really a grotesque sight. I was shocked at how gross there was like bits of face everywhere. That'd be great if that was the case. No, it just he did the old, you know. Uh, so let's see here. Yokozuna it's, took it's your the title off Hogan. Yeah, flash paper spot. Yeah. That was with, I think, flash photography, I think. Something like that. It was, then, a, it was a flash bulb that exploded in Hogan's face. Yeah, that's like right. That, right? Yeah. But then didn't wasn't Hogan involved in another? Who else had the flash paper? It was against paper? Warrior. Yeah, that's right. And it just... <laughs> yeah, that's right. And that one actually singed Hogan's like eyebrow off or something, <laughs> it right? It actually just blew up in his own face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, in kayfabe, Larson, was it the deadly kiss that did it, or was there some sleight of hand, some misdirection and sleight of hand that we weren't aware well, of? Well, I think those would be mutually exclusive. The, the 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 kiss could be the sleight of hand. That's what distracts you. Uh, as she's... you know, that's the thing. That's how the illusion works. Is that the the illusionist will do something else mm-hmm. to distract distract you from the sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. When it's done uh, right, I've been I've seen some really bad magicians. That was like, I totally see what you're doing there. Was that at the pizza place? No, it's a different place. <laughs> a place purports to be a, 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 a place that's a home to all things magical. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> See, I'm just a mark. When I went to, we go to, they they have like the cheap magician at a. Well, I took the fam down to L.A. in like 2011, mm-hmm. and we went to uh, the pizza cookery. I think the place where you oh, yeah, 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 the yeah. old house. Yeah, and they had like a you know a, a dime store magician there. Yeah, and uh, and he was doing some cards. Just like, oh man, this guy's totally got the dark arts down to it. Yeah, what is he doing in this place? <laughs> maybe Years he ago, was, maybe he was sorry, so go good he was blackballed from the the magicians. Know, uh, so years ago, we went to the Magic Castle in L.A. And so you go there, uh, you have your dinner, and it's it's you just go from uh, uh, like little theater to little theater, and and various magicians are there. Some of them are really good, 
there's this one dude who maybe he was just trying to be like the unmagician, you know? Yeah. Like you know, the, the so bad is good magician. Okay. Okay. If that was his aim, it didn't it didn't exactly resonate with old Larson. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Because after every little trick, you do this. Oh, I don't know if that's supposed to be ironic or not. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But like his whole presentation was like really calling attention to the fact that he was like, "Hey, this this guy is like skilled magician," but his act said otherwise. So I don't know. If it Were was people part of the laughing act. at him? I think I feel like everybody is just about as confused as I was. Oh wow, okay, dude, he's on a next level performance art. Hey, this is a good point. Asian Murray here in chat says, "Steve, this week we got two Hogan Warrior spots: uh, Cross Lee and EC3 Moose." So I forgot to mention this to you, but there was a segment on Impact this week where Moose walks into a room. And EC3, there is like a projection of yeah. him on the wall. And Moose freaks out because at first, you know, he sees EC3 there in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and EC3's funny. talking to him on the projection. The entire chat was lighting up. He's in the wall. He's in the wall. Jorge D says, Oh, Larsi, by the Magic Castle. Yeah, years ago. It was fun. I thought that was, was like one of the, is that one of the, is that the place that's like the invite only thing? Maybe. Like for exclusive people? How'd you get in? Oh, we went to some some uh, friends of ours. I think okay. they they got the connection. I think. Ah, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, yeah. The, meal, the restaurant there was really good. The meal we had was really good. It'd be great if, like, after Keith Lee had this happen to him, he like next week he shows up and he, he's gonna have the thing over his eyes and he's gonna be like, "I don't deal with witches and magic. I'm vacating this title. It's all yours." He's like freaked out by that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't come to the WWE to deal with the supernatural. <laughs> I've seen plenty of Harry Potter movies. I'm not into it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, after so that, the trainers come out, they help him. He doesn't want the help. He's just yeah. yelling for Cross. He wants to beat him up right then and there. Eventually, they escort him to the back. Uh, next, we have Drake Maverick versus Killian Dane, which is a, a total filler match. Um, what the hell? Like. <sighs> So not only not only did they like the entirety of this match take place picture in picture, but then the picture in picture cut away to Lee's ambulance taking off and the undisputed era pulling up in a Nissan Murano. Yeah, the larger point too, and maybe I should I think feel like I did see this coming, is they have this story with Drake Maverick wrestling for his WWE career. He he loses the the match for the title, uh, gets betrayed by Santos Escobar. Um, uh, but since he got his contract, that's a win for him, but he's just quietly moved on to like anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Basically no follow-up of any no. amount. Yeah. He had that tag match. I think it was him and Breezango against, uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Legato del Fantasma at the last takeover, which I guess that for their mind was the blow off, but you just drop it. You don't take yeah, any of the momentum. No. With I Drake. actually in kayfabe, I, I appreciate it. You know why? Because he needs to take the loss on this one. You got your contract. Now just sit there by the whiteboard waiting for the next it's, match. It's, it's the idea of, of of a wrestler having momentum somewhat, taking it to a certain point and thinking, that's enough. Isn't he doing it on a – I think he's on 205 also, though. I think he was on 205. Look, man, I'm just saying, you know, he got his job back. I'd be I'd be I was just happy that we got that we got to keep the Kings. You know, we haven't made the playoffs in 14 years. You know what? I still don't care because we we still have our team. That Sometimes sounds like gotta, that sounds like a participation award. Demand excellence. Come on. No, we got something. We got something. We might not have gotten first place, but we won that first hour of Quizlemania. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, like you said, 
that Drake Maverick match uh, 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 with Killian Dane really it was, just served a purpose. It was, it was immaterial. It didn't matter because Undisputed hit the ring, beat the hell out of both of them. Yeah, um, and then Adam Cole dropped the promo, uh, more or less calling out Pat McAfee, saying, "You want to come here and play or play being a wrestler?" The uh, uh, the enthusiasm in his voice was really high. The actual words that he said were like the least menacing words. You're gonna find out that you're in over your head and that nobody can help you. Like he didn't even use any curse words. Uh, I thought he did once. Did oh, he, he said he's gonna, he, he said he's gonna whoop that ass at Takeover. You, you get that in a G-rated movie these days, man. These days true. it's bullshit or GTFO. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Anyways, after that we had a, a pleasant little uh, Kushida video package. He said uh, in this triple threat. Uh, I know uh, what Cameron Grimes is all about. And he says, whoever my mystery opponent is, I'm going to survive them. Uh, and it's time for Kushida. Did he say taste go? Gold. Gold. Okay. Because he looked at his watch. And when I think watch, I'm like, go. So he said taste. You know, obviously uh, he he's said, still look at his watch because it's time. He said it's time for Kushida to taste gold. To, okay. I like, the, I like the phrase taste go. I'm going to make a shirt out of that. Why don't they do anything with Kushida? Like I was watching that match, and especially the bit where he did the 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 handspring kick that knocked Dream off the apron and followed that turno DT. Yeah, like, dude's got around. all the skill in the world. Well, I I would I would just suspect that given that no, number one, you're right. Why aren't they doing more with him? He did have like a small string of injuries that kept him out for a little while. Yeah, I know I, he had the wrist issue for a while, and uh, shortly after debuted. But like, I think there was I think there was something else too. Maybe, but. Could the, be wrong about the that. fact that he's barely on TV when he's healthy. Well, maybe he'll do this thing with Dream. Maybe they'll get a takeover match. I wonder if they're yeah. just waiting for him to waiting for him to get back. I don't know. I don't know. It's a good. It's a good question. Um, but you know, this. Uh, I don't know. Don't have an answer. Uh, Tyler Breeze versus Santos Escobar this was up much next. Of a match. <laughs> this was not much of a match at all. Uh, all these guys, they just, see, this is this is why Drake Maverick is just probably it's better off for him to just restart. He's got his contract. Don't worry about Santos Escobar. He gave you a phantom driver through like eight tables. You don't need any of that in your life, dude. Uh, Tyler Breeze, same thing. Let it go. Uh, so <laughs> Fondango comes out with like what looks like to be a broomstick, <laughs> swinging that around like he's gonna go out to his neighborhood and play some stickball. Yeah, so like this was messed up too. So like uh, partway through this match, or I guess towards the fin- yeah the finish of the match was uh, LDF comes running in. Tyler Breeze evades them both, even though Drake. I understand the idea that a DQ really shouldn't happen unless there's actual. Right. There's like actually somebody gets physical. Yeah. Um, However, if you have to evade that physicality and that leads directly to the finish of the match, the other guy gets the advantage. And it's such an agree. It's one thing if they're lingering ringside. Okay, managers show up ringside, whatever. Keep your eye on the prize. As long if somebody invades the ring and that directly leads. Shouldn't that be a DQ as well? Man, it's all about contact. You have to like physically get involved in the match. Like if I if, know what the rule is, you don't. If someone you don't, runs in the ring and just stands there, you know, like Finn freestyle, arms at their side, big smile on their face. Okay, but that's totally not fine. I, okay, but that but, can distract somebody. People, okay, like both participants be like, "What the heck is going on here?" 
But dude, if you have, what if Santos did this? What if he had like eight of his friends run in with Santos Escobar matches? I'm, I'm sorry, masks. Yeah. And like, and they're all like, "Ooh, I'm not touching, I'm not touching you." And, and they're the all real doing one. the Spider-Man <laughs> thing. Yeah. And the real one, like at a certain point, like yes, that sounds there like wasn't, brilliant. That sounds like brilliant strategy. There wasn't contact, but like the intent of contact was there. Doesn't intent mean anything? Uh, I guess that's up to referee's discretion, man. Well, Drake sucks because he let this go down. He was just if you watching. Take that, if, you t- if, you t- if you take intent into it, when anybody runs it down to the ring and attacks, for example, if uh, it was the other day on Raw when Oscar ran down during Sasha's match and attacked Bailey, I think that's the situation. The ref called for the bill. Maybe the ref felt, well, Oscar's intent is to attack both of them. So if you take intent into account, that could just as easily explain instances like that. I totally understand that it's a subjective thing. Like, you know, each ref would have his own. That ref obviously was, like, ridiculous with it because she didn't even, like, approach the other competitor. But if somebody runs at somebody such to the extent that that competitor has to get out of the way to avoid. I mean, honestly, Tyler Breeze should have just stood there. (laughs) let the guy mow him down and then he wins the match yeah no anyways this was more about wins and losses about revenge fandango came down like you said he's got like one he's limping he's got one arm in a sling and he's got a broomstick that broomstick but he's got a match next week (laughs) wait did they actually announce that was like a six man yeah Oh my goodness! It's Swerve and Breezango taking on a uh, Legado del Fantasma. All right, so he's so beat yeah. to hell. He's got his arm in a sling. He got beat up tonight. He'll be cleared next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, oh yeah, but by, by the way, yeah, Swerve Swerve Scott came out to help out and uh, yeah, made the save. Yeah, fended off uh, Legado del Fantasma. After that, Dakota Kai video where she claims that she did everything to get where she is by herself. And that she didn't need friends or insurance policies, even though clearly her insurance policy, Raquel Gonzalez, got her to where she was. Yeah. Well, kind of. I guess that last, like the last two matches. Last couple weeks it has it, but, you know, the heel turn and post Mm -hmm. for the most part. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Uh, She says she knows what it takes to beat EO. She's in EO's head. And so she's going to win a takeover after that with a quick Ridge Holland promo. He says the hype is real. He's got a second chance match match against Gargano. He says guys of his size wouldn't last a minute on his rugby field. Mm-hmm. This you is know, on the rugby field. Though, everybody's yeah. as massive as Ridge Holland. He has a very good point. Well, on the rugby field, those guys are all nothing but big trunks, right? The thighs, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Those dudes are, yeah. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. 
Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Anyways, uh, after that, we had Indy Hartwell versus Mia Yim. But first, Mia Yim had a quick interview. Uh, she, the interviewer was like, I think it was uh, Mackenzie, right? Or was it Sarah? I don't know. I believe she, it was Mackenzie. Okay. She was like, hey, uh, what's going on with Keith Lee? Because you went with him to the hospital. She's like, I just got here. I, you know, I've, I've got a match in a second. From what I understand, no long-term damage. He should be fine. I got to get out there. Yeah. So her yeah. and Indy Hartwell have a match. Mia is obviously distracted for a good majority of this match, so she's out of it. Hartwell is able to take advantage of that. But at a certain point, Indy decides to yell, Bask in my glory! Yeah. And at that point, Mia Yim focuses, loses her shit, comes alive, ground and pound, drop kick, neck breaker, German suplex, and then she gets uh, uh, Indy gets tapped out yeah. with like an arm breaker. Yeah, thing. Indy does the uh, Keith Lee's pose, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. After that, we had a Finn Balor promo talking about ah! opportunities, about second chances. He says, I'm not one to politic. I don't have to, regardless. Oh, says so the offense wants him on TV, regardless of demographic, more or less. He starts listing off, like, if you're 18, if you're 49, if you're whatever years old. Uh, he says, he says if you're 18, 49, or living in a retirement home, yeah. which is actually the people watching this. I know. Like, you know, that. why do you think that is? Why WWE's audience skews older? Why NXT specifically's audience skews so much older? That is perplexing. I don't know. It is if weird, any, right? If any WWE product should appeal to a younger, younger demo, it should be NXT. You would think, yeah. That's the weirdest I thing. It. I don't get it. Unless it's just the brand. It's just WWE as a brand just appeals to older viewers. I don't know. Yeah, that could be. It, I've, been, I've been racking my brain over this one. It's strange. That's the only thing I can think about. Uh, in conclusion, he says, uh, whoever he faces next will be easy pickings for him. Uh, this was probably the, the, the highlight of the show for me, this next, these next two shots, because it's so telling. So we get a quick shot of Bronson Reed warming up backstage, getting ready for his match. Contrast that with Damian Priest just chilling on a sofa. But he was, like, wringing his hands like he was nervous. He was, like, watching an iPad, and he was going like this. And he had sunglasses on. I was like, you're not preparing yourself, Damien. You're not getting Mm-mm. ready for this match, dude. Which was next. And the whole beginning part of it, commentary is pushing the idea that Priest was the talk of the wrestling world following his loss to Finn Balor at TakeOver. Why? Why are they pushing that narrative? It's one thing for him to say because he's full of himself. Or trying to, to you know, make a, a, a turn a negative into a positive, even though he has no basis for doing so. But for commentary right. to push that narrative is kind of silly. It is pretty weird that we've clued on, clued in onto this story, and like I feel like not a lot of people have because this is the weirdest thing. Like even this match, uh, <laughs> I always love, I always love when like, so he tried to suplex uh, uh, Bronson Reed pretty early. And I love that Bron- like when, when they try to suplex a big man and they do like, no, you're not going to do it. They just stand still. It's like they just dead weight the guy. Mm-hmm. For some reason, that just makes me laugh. And then like later on, he tries it again, and he can't get it, but he starts beating on the guy, and that's supposed to make it easier to suplex a person. Yeah, I, know. I know. I know, man. <laughs> Wrestling's so funny sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, so, At one point, uh, he, he hits a broken arrow on Reed. Though, yeah, right? yeah. Priest, Priest, you know, he would he, he try to match... Reed's power would fail, and so he'd rely on his striking. So mm-hmm. whenever he did that, he would do pretty well. He had that cool kind of springboard somersault senton thing. That was really fun. Yeah, he's such fun. a fun. He's a fun wrestler to watch. He can dude. be a really fun wrestler. All just, the all the character maybe, stuff is hilarious. 
Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense. It it's makes all zero unintentionally sense. funny. That's why it makes me laugh. None of it makes sense. Yeah. Which is why I find him such an interesting and, and beguiling wrestling personality because I think there's a lot there. They just don't know what to do with him, or he doesn't know what to do with himself from a character perspective. Anyways, uh, Reed goes top top for his uh, splash, his finish. Uh, Priest moves more or less. Um, goes for the reckoning. Reed escapes that. This was actually really impressive. That jackknife cover that Bronson Reed did. Yeah, I know. I know. That it was, was cool. super impressive. Yeah, and he, he he nails that to get the win. Yeah, it was a fun uh, enough match, though. It was fun. No, it was. It was a lot of fun. Both these guys are really fun, and of course, Priest momentum continues in an upward trajectory. Oh, man, win or lose, doesn't matter. I mean, I dare matter. say he gets more momentum from a loss than he does from a win. It feels like that, me. doesn't it? It feels like That's that. Just there's, me. there's a good chance that he's going to lose his way to the North American title, man. It's going to be him or Grimes. Yeah. I don't know which one, but it's going to be him or Grimes. I still I still feel like it's going to be Grimes. Uh, so uh, N.S. Ogre here says, as an old fart NXT is the closest thing to old school wrestling that is easily accessible. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. So I would it maybe, is, maybe maybe AEW we see superficially harkens back to WCW a lot, but the the wrestling at its core though is more isn't old school wrestling. You know. Well, I mean that's my thing. That's my take on AEW in general. I mentioned this uh, yesterday. Is that it is this w- <laughs> weird. Weird. Raven says the reason NXT has an older audience is that literally <laughs> show on the air before NXT is NCIS. That is a damn That's good the best point. explanation I've seen. That is far. that is the best. It's just left on. Um, but AEW is like this weird combination of of old school like throwback uh, homage and like the future of wrestling, mm-hmm. which is yeah by and large how those matches are play out in the ring. NXT is is like sort of the least frills. Um, Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's why the, the the fireball gimmick seems so out of place. Oh, it's so cheesy. It's I love it cheesy. though. I love, see that's a, it's it's so silly. I don't know. I I'm a fan of. I'm a fan. I I think that's why I like it so much because like when NXT does something that's silly, it's like okay, well it's so stripped down, but then they'll do something like that which is so goofy. It's like I feel like they do that every week on AEW, but with NXT every once in a while they'll do something goofy, and it's like okay, either I'll find it stupid or just funny, and in this case I found it funny. At no point did I find it dramatic, though, because it's not. No, it's not. Uh, Next, we had a yeah. pretty good Io Shirai promo. Um, it says, Dakota Kai kicked me in the face. Message received. This bit was great. This is some good. This is some quality crap talk here. It says, she's acting like a big star, but before she betrayed Tegan Knox, no one knew who she was. <laughs> she's a manipulator. She uses people and gets rid of them when she's done. Uh, when she saw Dakota, she only saw the girl who was terrified of Shayna. Yeah. I'm happy they brought that back. Yeah. It says Dakota's no match for her. Uh, she's not in her head. She just pissed her off. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, this was my favorite, though. Cameron Grimes out on a lake, uh, or like a pond, anyways. Uh, and he said, God, I can't get enough of this guy's promos. I can listen to them all day. They're so great. He talks about being in the right place, right time. Talks about Kushida. And he said, And I'm going to climb that ladder, take that North American title to the moon. Yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> God, he's so good. I love him so much. Uh, after that, we had Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro versus Mercedes Martinez and Aaliyah of Robert Stone Brand. But before the match happened, Robert Stone Brand himself got in the uh, ring and delivered a promo, said, uh, our future is en fuego. That means on fire. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's very bright. 
And that could include you, Casey Catanzaro. He's like, look at all the mainstream exposure you've already had. American Ninja Warrior. He says, but the thing is, you're hanging with the wrong people. And looks at uh, Caden Carter. Not the right people. Looks back at his crew. And he said, you need to lose the loser. And then they both kick him in the knee. Or one of them kicks in his knee. The other one slaps his face. Uh, Casey drops Mer- Mercedes Martinez immediately like a head scissors. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they isolate Aaliyah. But... In the end, once Martinez got in, <clears throat> uh, she got the win with uh, that modified air raid crash to Casey yeah. Zero. Yeah, and then Aaliyah hits the ring and tries to celebrate with Mercedes, and Mercedes like, get away. I want to yeah, celebrate. Dude, this is no not hugs. your win. It's not your win. Uh, Maria Ripley gets to the ring. Uh, she drops Martinez with the boot, hits some strikes. Uh, Aaliyah decks her from behind, and then Martinez pushes Aaliyah out of the way so she can go after Rhea some more. Mm-hmm. see Blackheart comes out to make the save. Uh, she sends uh, Aaliyah and Martinez from the ring. Awesome to hear that Shasi got her her gear back. Her car oh, I know. I watched ago. the I watched yeah. the video. It's so funny because she's in her wrestling gear when she gets the call. Jake Atlas takes her to the to the where the car is and the cops are there. Mm-hmm. And she just has like her full on like in my mind she just wears that. Like I know I've seen her at the performance center with like normal clothes on, but like I like the idea. She's so like a superhero. I know. I know. Anyways. Uh, after that, uh, we got one of those goofy Gargano family uh, uh, videos. Uh, Candice LeRae is telling her dog a fairy tale story where Tegan Knox is like a dragon. Is she? What was Something. the metaphor? That's, that's kind of the, the, the allegory, I guess. Yeah. Meanwhile, Johnny's on, it's like setting up a ladder and climbing it. But it's to change a light bulb. Yeah. So uh-huh. I think Candace says, more or less says, Tegan needs to mind her own business because Candace isn't the one who's evil. I think that was the point of that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I gathered. So uh, she's like, uh, she talks about the kingdom, NXT, being doomed. And he says, you know, that might be true, but our kingdom is fine. And he basically says that all the new guys in town are talented, but not as talented as him. And there can't be a takeover without John Gargano. Uh, Of course, he's got Ridge Holland next week. Uh, And he says, the next time he climbs a ladder, it's going to be to fix NXT. Uh, And then he says, good night. They start going upstairs to bed. He says, good night to his Doc Hendricks framed 8 by (laughs) 10 Which I always Uh, love. Yeah. After that, uh, Timothy Thatcher, Thatcher, Thatch can. uh, (laughs) The class, he said, today's theme is adaptation. Adaptation. So two weeks ago, he says, I should have the match one. Here's the thing. I had this Boston Crab on. But here's what else you could do. You could transition that to an ankle lock. And the student this time, he's crying out in pain. Um, and he, he gets the leg scissors on, too. And he says, if you want to win, you need to learn to adapt. Announced for next week, Pat McAfee, Adam Cole, face-to-face. Hopefully get some good crap talk there. Also, six-man tag match, Legato Del Fantasma versus Swerve and Breezango. And then the two uh, last chance qualifying matches, Gargano versus Holland and Finn versus Velveteen Dream, who made his return in the main event. Yep. Yep. Um, this is a fun enough match. Uh, yeah. Dream did seem and I guess maybe it was just because he had a heel turn coming up, but he seemed a bit on the neutered side, like just in terms of his total packaging. How did you say it? I don't want to uh, uh, uh put words in your mouth prior to us rolling oh, camera like the the shine has come off the dream a bit it it like just in general you would think like 
a return for a guy that they at one time obviously had a high hopes for. I don't know the reason for his. I mean, we can speculate given certain internet things about uh, Velveteen Dreams uh, being being gone. Um, but I don't know how much that has to play. I don't play know either. It. I mean, like when he came back from that back injury, and granted things were different. It was empty arena era. Uh, his interaction with the crowd was always such a huge part of his overall presentation as a character. Yeah. That I don't know if it just seemed like he had a hard time adapting to no one being there or what, but when he came back to start that program with Adam Cole, even just from his return, when, when he was up on that top rope, you know, the, the purple lights come on you're like, okay, well that's how you bring back Velveteen dream. When before his back injury, his trajectory was main event. Yeah. And but, I mean, even at that point, my personal take on that was that's as much production as they really can do within the confines of the performance. It was early in the performance center. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm not necessarily blaming the return and how underwhelming it was solely on the production aspect. He didn't seem into it. That's totally true. You know, that's for whatever totally reason, true. yeah, he was barely like half that feud was Adam Cole at his backyard dropping promos on his phone. Like Dream was barely there. He didn't really seem involved. Yeah. So many of their matches seemed like obligations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, right. For a story, they just wanted to kind of get out of the way for whatever reason. And yeah. then they had that backlot brawl that was not good. Um, and then he's been off TV since then. Yeah. Yep. So uh, you know, and there, and even this, like the 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 finish was really great. Um, yeah, the it is was really creative. Yeah, it is the kind of thing though. Like with wrestlers, and you've you've seen this with certain wrestlers in the past. The first one that sort of comes to mind was remember like for a couple months. Um, oh God, who's the the Ring of Honor champion with the boys? Uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, Dalton, Dalton Castle. Castle. Yeah, Dalton Castle. Remember how he like there was like rumors that like everybody wanted him. Like NXT was trying to get everybody was trying to get him. And I think he went through like a like he was champion. He went through a string of bad injuries. Yeah, he had a back injury. He had a back injury, and then sort of it was like everybody sort of passes him by. And I feel like I want to like I look at Cameron Grimes. I'm like the guy's hot, super mm-hmm. hot. Mm-hmm. And you look at like a guy like uh, the two guys earlier, Reed and, and Priest. They're hot. They're on the rise. Dexter mm-hmm. Loomis on the rise. And he's got an ankle injury, but he's on the rise. And I wonder if it's like. You know, Adam Cole has shifted to he's above title, celebrity guy now. Yeah, celebrity guy now. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, Finn Balor is is sort of in purgatory, but you know that they could bring him back to Maine and do whatever they want with him, and yeah, he'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. With Dream, it's kind of interesting. I kind of feel like it's main roster or just what else? You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe he'll be reinvigorated with uh, a heel turn, and he'll be more into it. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, this is a fun know. enough match. Dream, uh, you know, he was doing his cool stuff where he's flying off the top to the floor with the double axe handle. Uh, he had a let's see here. Uh, where did where did the how did the finish go down? Kushida was just they did that great bit where Grimes and Kushida goes up to the top and they do. I always think that somebody's gonna get killed doing this. Oh, the, Kush- the the cross arm breaker transition off the top. I know it's beautiful. It's so beautiful, but it's always like so terrifying to watch. I know. I mean, it was a fun match. They didn't give it a ton of time, but they packed it full of, of, of fun spots. Um, the spot with Kushida, like I said, where he does the handspring kick on Dream, knocking him off the apron, and then uh, kind of fends off Grimes and hits that tornado DDT off the apron on Dream. I thought was really good. Mm-hmm, yeah. Really good. 
Um, yeah. In the end, though, so uh, Kushida has Dream in a hoverboard lock. Um, so he has his he has his legs grapevined around uh, Dream's midsection. So Dream's standing up. Kushida has the hoverboard lock on. Grimes comes to, hits the cave-in on Kushida, tosses Dream out of the ring, covers Kushida to get the win. Um, Dream gets back in the ring after Grimes makes his way up the ramp, slaps Kushida, and then starts some ground and pound. Uh, the ref tells him to stop, and Dream basically chases him over the barricade. Uh, goes back to beating up Kushida, goes to per, uh, pose on the turnbuckle, hops down, turns around, Finn's in the ring, stare down. Finn gives him double gun fingers as the show goes off air. I have a question thread up here on the Patreon. If you want to hop on the Twitch, I'll uh, load up. Can do. Uh, I'll load up Dr. Steve Winters' Discord here. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Leave that. Go here. Uh, Kenny T, what in your guys' opinion was the best year of NXT? Um, he also, Kenny T also wants to get in on uh, our the NBA My League. Yeah, we got to set that up. That's going to take set some it up, man. logistical. Let's just say, let's to say work we're out. doing the draft this weekend. I <laughs> uh, probably can't this weekend, but sometimes. Okay, next weekend. Um, what the, year uh, was it that the Gargano Champa stuff was going that's on? That's literally what I was going to say. Probably whatever year that was. That was that the was best it. year. Because not totally only that, but like Alistair Black was there, Ricochet was there. Like, everybody was there. And that's when the Undisputed Era was really kicking into gear, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That North American, that was probably the year the North American title was yeah. thing. I think that was just last year. Was that just last year? <laughs> Dude. Seems so long ago. 2020 has been a bitch. Uh, Zondo, I think AEW steals NXT's 18 to 49 viewers. It'll be interesting to see what the rating situation plays, how it plays out next Wednesday. Um, yeah. If... If that if if that ha- if that ends up happening, if like NXT gets over a million or something, which I don't think is really possible, but if there is some sort of clear evidence that unopposed NXT would do killer numbers, I don't know what Vince would prefer: keeping NXT to try to siphon away AEW numbers or, or move it to get good numbers by itself. Yeah, I don't know. That was twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen was best year of NXT. That feels was like year. That, okay. That was that the Champa right. Gargano year. Yeah, because his Cole had the title for like a year. That just yeah. ended what a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Wolfpack for life. Uh, wow. He says y'all didn't win in Quizlemania because Larson didn't believe in the power of the three hundred game ring. 
I had this next to my heart. I stopped kissing it. That was the problem. I oh, stopped that was the, problem. the first couple rounds. I kissed it in advance. I stopped doing that. That was the problem. Oh, that was the problem. Okay. Ryan K. Lamb, did y'all see Dream in WWE this time next year? Uh, heck, even in wrestling, to me, seems like he doesn't want to be there anymore. The next couple months are going to point in a particular direction for mm-hmm. him, I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Moses supposes, what's the next thing Karrion Cross should put surprise fire in? Uh, next time Tegan Knox delivers a pizza, <laughs> he opens go. it up. <laughs> ah, there you go. Ah. There you go. I was, yeah, I was going to say something in catering. <laughs> Someone opens up the prime rib thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, Raven LaFleur, uh, he says, uh, I'm going to be perfectly honest, Dream has never done it for me. He there were spells when he really did for me because he would put on really fun matches. His uh, his interaction with the crowd was always fun. Uh, yeah, when his, he does good character work, um, he's a lot of fun. He can be, yeah, yeah. But then Gregory, ever since he came back from that back injury, it just seems like for whatever reason, maybe I, mean, I don't know if this is actually the case. He just seems like he's not into it. Yeah, I don't disagree. Gregory Faya had a did cross somehow meet up with Harry Potter to cast a spell on Keith Lee with fire. Seemingly. Well, it would have been Scarlet. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, with NXT lacking tag teams, could we see Killian Dane and Drake Maverick team up against Undisputed Era? Could they work as a duo? Probably nah. not going to happen. That'd be like, I, I, I would see something like that happening, but as like a jobber team. Yeah, yeah. Jorge That D. seems more like a main roster thing anyways, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I know. And then Drake would be asked to pee his pants again. <laughs> Uh, Jorge D, how you guys book a segment of Cameron Grimes trying to get to the moon? Um, wasn't there a movie? Was it with Billy Bob in it where he builds a, a rocket in his backyard or something like that? Yeah, man. Yeah, that's how. <laughs> Put Cameron Grimes in that role. No, you know what I'd like to see because Cameron Grimes seems like an old timey guy, anyways. Let's get him in that. Uh, that what was what was that movie called? Uh, the old one, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like the silent movie, I think it's like called the, Trip to the Moon or something. Like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, it was too. I could see him doing that. Yeah, funny. that'd be funny. Lands in the moon's eyeball. Yeah, exactly. J.R. Yeah. Wayne. What other magic powers the NXT roster have based on their gimmicks? Well, obviously, Damian Priest could turn into a bat. Mm-hmm. Because he's a vampire. Yeah. Fear and loathe, then Danny Burt starts matches like he's about to cash in Money in the Bank. <laughs> he does. He totally he was like, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. Do you want to cash in? What's that? So, Cyfixia asks, in your opinion, who has the worst entrance music across all wrestling? Uh, he says Eddie Edwards. I don't know Eddie Edwards' music. Who's who's the what? Oh, his worst, music? Worst oh, his theme. music's not that bad. It just sounds like 2005 like watered-down new metal. Oh, I wouldn't call it the worst though. I think there's worse than that. At least this has lyrics and like people are singing on it. Oh, all right. For me, you get A for effort. If it's just the same loop over and over again with no like nobody like saying anything, it's lazy. Fear and loathing and kayfabe is Damian Priest jealous of everything about Killy, uh, Killian Cross's presentation? Yes. Wait, what was the question? Is in kayfabe is Damian Priest jealous of uh, Cross's presentation? <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know if he's jealous because Priest, Priest, like his entrance is pretty hype. It's got the strobe uh, lights, and he does the to, weird thing that he's doing here. It's nowhere close. His, his name is Fire, man. He goes yeah, like this, and like the, and it's in in like in the most boring font possible. No. Yeah. 
Here's the thing about Priest that he maybe deep down he's jealous, but he's very proud of his because he came up with his own entrance. That could be, but I want my name in fire. Okay, what font do you use? Times New Roman. Yes, I like <laughs> serif fonts. <laughs> All right, uh, I mean, that's, I'm sure there's someone in one of the one of the the kids at school here at Full Sail that that will agree with you. There, we'll, we'll have him work on it. Lizard man, does Cross make his goofy bug-eyed faces when doing regular tasks, grocery shopping, and folding clothes? I wonder if he does that face during sex. <laughs> does that? He's in the scar- backyard pulling weeds. It could be. Uh, Tiger, Aaliyah attempted to hug Mercedes after the match had me crying. What are your favorite uh, frenemies slash rival turned tag teams? That was good. Oh, it's, it's it's Rock and Mankind. It's the Rock and Mankind for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Fletcher. If they added one more to Phantasma's group, who do you think they should? Uh, James says uh, he feels like it should be Mansoor. Mansoor is is to be wheeled out only at Saudi Arabia shows, people. Because then he's he's got like if you just count Saudi, he's got a perfect record. Mm-hmm. Didn't he mm-hmm. beat Cesaro one year in Saudi Arabia? Mm-hmm. Boy. Uh, one to Phantasma's group. How about you swerve us with a swerve? Add swerve to it. Oh. What about if they add uh, Carrillo? Oh, that'd be good. That kid needs to be a heel. He really should. They got to do something with him. They I want to see him be him like a roster. See him be like a bully would be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Julian asks, it makes me really sad. We never got a Buddy Murphy singles run in NXT. Uh, where do you think his ceiling would have been had he gone back to NXT instead of 205? And do you think he'd be in a better position right now in the card if he had gotten his call from NXT as opposed to 205? Uh, I, I mean, do. based on pure talent, he's... Minimum North American champion based on mm. pure in-ring talent. Sure. The thing with him is is packaging and character. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is what they see in a person. If they're like, oh, we can totally use like, like you look at a guy, and I'll just again I'll point this guy out, but you look at a guy like Damian Priest. How do you not run with that guy? He's so much fun in the ring. His 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 look is so unique. Mm-hmm. Um, he his voice is something else. Mm-hmm. Like that's a guy that you really know. Okay, just by looking at him, I can come up with five ideas as to how to utilize a character for him. Buddy Murphy's not really that. You know, he's more of a Cesaro type. Where mm-hmm. it's like I can kind of understand why they never really went full on behind. And I'm not saying that I agree with it. I just understand WWE yeah. likes those guys who you can just run with. As a character in any number of directions, yeah. Buddy Murphy. I don't think he's just. Yeah, just that's what's so that kind of frustrating about Damian Priest is what they've kind of come upon. It isn't it, you know. It isn't what he needs to be to be a main event type guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm. For me, like I know we joke endlessly about him, but I kind of feel like the jury is out. A lot of people really like that guy. Like a lot of people really like that guy, and I, I can, I can believe it if if he's booked in the right way. 
with even his character as it stands now, he just needs to pick up some wins so that when he talks about building momentum, it actually well, kind of makes also, sense. Also, when, when he delivers his promos, he needs to stop looking around. Yeah, okay, so you're right. You're 100% right. His promos need to be focused and more intense. That's totally true. Like, there was that one promo where it was like, okay, you have something. You have, like, a cold. I don't think they'd have him there if he had COVID. But, like, he, there was something wrong. <laughs> you would like, hope not. He had, he had, like, the runs or I don't know what it was. I don't was. know what it was, but, yeah. Uh, MQ says the Good Brothers do not have a good theme and impact. Well, you know their their theme. The Devil Way. Oh, that's their theme? That's their impact? theme, yeah. Oh, that yeah, last was, song was, you heard on Talking Shop of Mania. Well, uh, I, yeah, I, I don't care. I like it. It sort of fits in with how sleepy they are in Impact. They're just collecting that money. Uh, Senior Nerd, who do you think has the worst finisher in NXT? Oh, I like the cave-in. Well, I mean, Damian Priest is not special. It's just Crossroads. Yeah, you should start doing the Razor's Edge. He should. Uh, he does like, do it. I like Dexter Loomis's. I like everybody in the Undisputed Era. Um, what does Dream actually use? So he doesn't. The the Dream Valley Driver is not his finish. It's no, the, he uses the Purple Rainmaker. The top Purple, Purple Rainmaker. Elbow. Yeah, I could lose that. I think he's more creative than just doing a top rope yeah. elbow. Yeah, I think so too. Jorge uh, D says Austin Gunn has the worst finisher on wrestling right now. It's a hip toss. So I heard somebody mention that. I did not see it. Yeah, I didn't. I either. really want to find. I got. I got to go look through a dark episode now. Patrick Oliva says Kenta is using the Bullet Club theme for the New Japan U.S. tourney. Awesome. I gotta watch that. I gotta watch some of that stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyways, is that it? Sounds good to me. All right. Well, thanks everybody. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Uh, tonight, uh, Unsolved Mysteries right here on Twitch. Uh, thanks for watching. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.